It's been a lot of shit popping. So the the draft and how they ruined it. Yeah. Um, the Sonya Deville shit. So Sonya Deville, like I'm looking. I, I just <clears throat> I literally just clicked off of that. Yeah. So there's the shit that happened on the bump, and then there's like a worked shoot on Naomi that well, she got. I, I saw the shit on on SmackDown when she drafted. She was like Naomi. Just like this, like people say the stupidest shit, and I'm like, look, Naomi's biggest. Flaw, I guess, is her inability to stay available because she's had different health concerns. She's she's foregone the, the option of getting pregnant, which is some shit that it was on Total Divas. And she, but she's just had different medical issues that have sat her down, plus creative not having anything for her. So nobody remembers the shit when she was in the clique with fucking Sasha Banks and was it Tamina? Tamina, yep. Yeah, Sasha and Tamina when they were doing BAD or nobody remembers any of the Funkadactyl shit when she was literally eating shit for creative and liking it and just making chicken salad out of chicken shit. <laughs> then she finally found her her character that most most reflects her real life persona because she was a fucking uh, was an Orlando magic dancer or a Laker girl or some shit like that. Magic dancer. Yep. Yeah, she was a dancer for the magic. So she finds out how to incorporate that in some shit that WWE co-signed on. And now that's the problem? Because she found a lane and she can't even get on TV. And that's the most kid-friendly shit that's in the women's division. <laughs> Not a single lie told. I mean, she Not can one. You can keep that for the fucking show. Just like, no, God. trust me. I, I, I marked it while you were talking. Here's, here's the crazy shit. You got... Like you said, the most kid-friendly shit on television, not on television, shoes, marketable as fuck, clothes, marketable as fuck, and colorful, a la the Usos when they were uh, on uh, Superstars, when Mick Foley was, was the GM, remember that? Mm-hmm. That whole era was nothing but kid shit, and she's literally the 2021 embodiment of the Usos in 2011 when Superstars was back. Are you fucking kidding me? And you can't do anything with her. Meanwhile, we got ponytails. Not you that, feel not, what I'm not, saying? Not to take anything away from Bianca Belair, but what can you do with a ponytail? You can't wear it out anywhere. It's barely merchandise. Nah, that that's some shit that you... They'll find a way to, like, glue a fucking ponytail to a headband and sell that shit to kids, and you'll have... Uh, kids of all races with like a three foot fucking microwave ponytail Until on. somebody gets choked out of school for wearing it. I mean, you run the risk with anything of motherfucker choking on it if you're using it the no, wrong way. No, 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 not choking on it, being choked Choke, out by choking it. Choking on it or being choked by it. If you take a fucking t-shirt <laughs> off your body and wrap it around somebody's throat, it's a fucking weapon. <laughs> you could take one of John Cena's fucking armbands and try to cut off somebody's windpipe. <laughs> Everything's a fucking weapon if you're resourceful enough. Man, you can't do that hey, shit got, with me. He, hey, he got a skinny neck. Let's see if we can use that wristband as a choker. You feel me? <laughs> no, don't don't even do the wristband. Just get the armband because it's got more stretch to it. <laughs> like, come on, fam. Yo, you do like the fucking million dollar man and just stick a dollar in someone's mouth. <laughs> I'm blocking your airway. Anything's a weapon if you're if you're resourceful enough. My phone would leave a nasty scar if I throw it hard enough. I'm just glad that Good Father didn't have merchandise with uh with with Ivory when uh when actually I, I'm glad they weren't even a faction 
when Nexus showed up and, and uh, Daniel Bryan got fired for checking out for choking out Justin Roberts with the damn necktie, because then everybody would have been imitating that shit. Mm-hmm. I digress. <laughs> oh man, like, like bro, y'all can't, y'all gotta be better about these motherfucking excuses y'all be throwing out. Like, <laughs> I'm like. Low, yeah. I, I, I actually think since the time Naomi's been signed to WWE, she has more collective days off camera than she does on. That might be a fact. And if that's the case, that's trivia for her. how long her contract is. I can't think of I can't think of a better way to start the damn show than that. So with that, with that said, uh, where are we at here? Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip hop. I am Wood. Made daily with organic farm to table localized neuralized sterilized scotch guarded for 2020 repellent available online shipped via Amazon not available on Sundays but now available on thebeastradio.com broken pencil logic you stay classy internet I'm suave burgundy another day another 75 cent in the pocket Today is Thursday, October the 7th. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said, yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. 20 and 21. Hey, man. Swab Burgundy. Wood. Yeah. What it do? Straight like that. We bike. It's the season that keeps on giving. It's Swabtoberfest. Happy Swabtoberfest, my kind sir. That's what I was waiting on right there. Circle gets the square. Johnny, tell him what he's won. You have won an all expense paid trip to some jams, ho. <laughs> To these bars. Yesterday's price is not today's price. It's not today's price. None whatsoever. You're going to have to pay, and hopefully it won't be through the nose. But, I mean, (laughs) you got to do what you got to do. If you didn't know, now you know. Price just went up. On your whole ad. Yo. Yeah. We've never, ever started the show the way we just started this shit off. And it, and it was just fitting that <laughs> we catch all the vitriol and piss and vinegar on the microphone just to kick off some shit where, honestly, this is a down week and it's season premiere week. I mean, this shit going on is just you got to dig and you got to be a little bit more. Nah, um, I mean, but that's, that's the thing. If you really got to dig, is it really shit going on? <laughs> yeah, because some of this stuff, some of this stuff is not with the normal things we deal with. You know, we deal with a lot of mainstream and uh, things that are like right out in front. But like MLW got a got a, a special premiering on Vice. Um, shouts Bobby out to Fish Andreas is all Hill. elite. Shouts you know out to Andreas Hill. Shouts out to Emilio Sparks. Shouts out to Bobby Fish becoming all elite. It, half of the undisputed era is in AEW. It's a lot of Easter eggs. <laughs> if you if you've been watching Rose to the Top, which is a, incredibly funny you kind of know now why cody is in such uh almost frantic mad dash to retire he's got four herniated discs in his back i saw that i saw uh, man <laughs> i wouldn't want to wrestle either so that it makes more sense why he's chasing the carrot everywhere else but yeah. i don't know how many AEW's core audience members are gonna watch Rose to the Top and able to see that and have a different perspective on what he's doing. Which is crazy, like, cause I I was damn near poo pooing the show before I even saw it. You you challenged me to watch it, 
and I actually Facts. watched it. I had no reaction because I was genuinely interested by the end of the show. There was a show that used to be on True TV where it combined two or three, maybe four couples, and one of those couples was Cody and Brandy. And this, the Rose to the Top is a continuation of whatever that show was, naturally because of how Google works and um, uh, SEO, search engine optimization, and all that other shit. We're, the internet's been scrubbed of anything prior to this incarnation of True TV, including things like South Beach Toe. You know what I'm saying? Like all that old shit is good lizard lick. All that stuff is gone off of off of the internet, except for like on Wikipedia. So I can't even find that old show as a reference point. I just I remember that show though, with them being on it and seeing. And this is when they were in WWE. And so, uh, go ahead. I'm gonna say just hit the bell for yourself one time for defining for the people SEO. <laughs> everybody, everybody don't know that everybody don't deal with marketing every day so i was like okay yeah 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 and and no stutters yeah. search engine engine optimization that's what it is uh um, quick fast and in a hurry that, that'll get you to the dollars <laughs> you better you better ask somebody like, uh, if you got that on your resume with a, with a half decent marketing background somebody gonna pay you quickly i'm living proof uh, well, well look at look at that look look at god look at the lord work <laughs> Uh, let's see what else we got. The draft. Um, oh no, no, no! Don't even jump into that because I feel like no, I'm I not, feel I'm like not going being, deep. I'm not going deep. I'm just saying. No, 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 not not even that. Wow. I feel like I feel like being benevolent today. I feel like we we started with with representing for the ladies, and I feel like we should continue with stories involving the ladies. Okay, so are we talking about Mrs. Uh, Mendez Punk? We, you know what? That's a good starting point. Go ahead, jump that off. All right, so Dr. Jenny Buss owned Women of Wrestling, WOW, if you will, is rebooting. Who is Dr. Jenny Buss? She is the owner and president of the Los Angeles Lakers. True. Daughter of the previous owner. Dr. Jerry Buss. And if we must know, yeah. Price just went up. <laughs> also, I don't, are they, I don't know if they're still dating, but... Um, significant other of um phil jackson that's right wow zen man zen man aka um leader of the most famous iteration of the chicago bulls that there will ever be ever uh focal point of the last dance Arc he's the second he's the second most important person in that documentary other than michael jordan arguably the uh, best coach in NBA history. There are there are, there's an argument for a top five, and he's at he's definitely in it. He's uh, definitely in the top five. Now now Pop, I, I I tend to ride with Pop from this generation, but Pop yeah, our right back, uh, uh, Pat Riley. Uh, yep. You can't go wrong with uh, uh, Chuck Daly because he he reinvented how basketball is played for. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Tech Shram if you guys are up on man, that. Man, you know what I'm saying? John Wooden if you want to go that far. Oh! You know, Coach K, you know, John, Roy, John Thompson. Roy Williams, the late John Thompson. It goes on, man. I mean, like, you can argue with your mama, but yeah. Um, shout out to Dr. James Naismith. For whom without, <laughs> we wouldn't have that conversation. Damn Canadian. It's not a real country anyway. But look, uh... <laughs> Not your buddy, pal. Not your pal, friend. Not your friend, guy. Not your guy. But, well, damn, I ran out. But anyway, uh, <laughs> hit the buzzer. Hit the buzzer. Uh, see, oh, yeah, see, I win. Mm, mm, 
right. So, um, AJ Lee. Formerly AJ Lee. April Mendez. AJ Mendez. Uh, Brooks. AJ Brooks, if you will. April <laughs> Men- April, Mendez April, Brooks. April Brooks. April. April AJ Mendez Punk Brooks. Damn. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a whole lot of hyphenating. Bow! Whole lot of hyphens on your ass. Oh my God. Why is my line man getting they they getting it on in the in the street? Wait a minute, fancy. You got a lawn man? What wait, when you say getting it on, you mean like lewd behavior or about the box? Like about the screw. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's public indecency. Like, Won't you knock on the window and tell them to move on down? They they parked across the street, so I can't do it. I'm happy to look at them, but like, <laughs> move to the side. This man hops on a lawn tractor, and I see he's getting up on the trailer to, to come down to cut my grass. His old lady hops in the trailer and decides to tongue kiss him down as if she's about to hop on the tractor with him. Oh well, you know, <laughs> dinner in a movie. Mama said it bees like that sometimes. Hey, if your old lady gonna ride shotgun to work with you, you gotta expect things like this to potentially happen. I mean, nothing like riding shotgun while you riding shotgun. So, uh, at any rate. And I'm just gonna let that one pass. <laughs> while he's on the lawn tractor, she's on the push, <laughs> she's on the push pull. Ooh, we gearshift.com. <laughs> you dig. All right, anyway, back on task. So, Back on task. AJ getting down with the wow. She getting down with the wow, with the bang, boom, pow, if you will, as the executive producer. So she's not returning to professional wrestling as an as a on-air talent. Well, not as an in-ring talent, but she's the executive producer. Great that's pick a, by Dr. Buss. Right there. Great pick by Dr. Buss. Not to be outdone. We finally have a landing spot for the most volatile woman on any professional wrestling radar to not be signed by a major because of how volatile she is. And they doubled they doubled down on this. Is the word volatile the right word to describe her situation or is it more like You're right. That's that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty intense of a word. I'm let's go with the word they described her as or that they're marketing her as nuclear nuclear <laughs> tessa blanchard has signed with the, wow <laughs> yep it, it, just when i thought that that was a bad move they go to instagram and, and sell a t-shirt that says nuclear it i mean so so this started genius. because there was a news story that kind of broke with some rumors saying that AEW as well as wwe um were shying away from signing Tessa Blanchard because they felt like she was nuclear. Now, for those of you who are not up on her past, during her time in Impact, she was a uh, champion and ended up actually being the world champion of the company. And beating men. She beat Brian Cage to become Impact world champion. Indeed she did. And then, then 2020 happened. And, you know, for her own safety, as well as, you know, her the sake of her leisure, she left the country because her husband, who at was the, also at, at the time fiance, shouts out the Daga. Right. Um, she left the country to be with him during this time where, you know, everything was getting shut down. You couldn't cross the border. So it's like, am I going to stay here and risk it all and be alone? Or am I going to be with my loved ones? 
she chose her loved ones. But in choosing her loved ones, she cut herself off from being able to defend or appear on Impact Television as champion. So and essentially, it, she took the belt hostage. And in turn, she was stripped of said belt after saying she was going to return. Which it turned into a big, ugly situation and Impact cut her loose. Man, oh boy. Doesn't seem like she's really been hurting too much money-wise since then because it hasn't come up. But I mean, let, but she, but she, this, come, she comes from a pedigree of stock. I mean, let's face it, her father is is Tully Blanchard, Hall of Famer Tully Blanchard. Her the, stepfather, the, the manager, manager slash mouthpiece of the Pinnacle in AEW. So. Her, her stepfather is Tully Blanchard's arch nemesis from the eighties, Magnum TA, aka Terry Allen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's what makes it kind of hard for me to think that people in AEW would openly say she's nuclear, because like. Her father's there, fam. And her her other father, like both her fathers were within close reach, and I'm pretty sure like Arn's an uncle. <laughs> uncle Armed Anderson. Yeah. Speaking of Armed Anderson, <laughs> was <laughs> the, yeah. the the video game clips coming out from what was the game, uh, Suave? The video game uh Rev Pro. Rev Pro, man. <laughs> So for those of you, um, that video game released, I want to say the last iteration was 20, it may have been as recent as 18 if I got to do my Googles on that, but it was available uh, last for PlayStation 4 exclusively. And you can find it usually um, places like, like you'll be lucky to find a GameStop, but like if you find like any used video game centers. Um, you can usually find it in there for a reasonable price. Anywhere 40, 50 bucks will be considered reasonable. You're going to hit Amazon or like a movie trading company or somewhere like that. Uh, game, it's one of those. Game yeah. Exchange. It, it is a uh, it's a cult classic where people will play it, get rid of it, and then it just, it just recirculates. And then in this new this new age where all wrestling video games were completely dominated by WWE as far as console play, it um, it had a it had a really uh, it was a cult following about it, basically. While you while you're typing that, either way, Armed Anderson has become the thing. Like, I was thinking Arms Anderson because I always call him Arm Anderson as being part of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew and using the arm for a submission with Oli. But after this lump of coal that we handed out last week, man, Armed Anderson has has taken on a whole new identity. Um, I think F is it FPWW Pro? Uh, nah. Let me double check. Whoa. It is. That is. That's, is that's, it? Yep. It's FPWW Pro. Fire Pro. That's what it's. Fire Pro Wrestling World. That. That's what it is. I'm thinking about uh fucking world class rev. We'll be there soon. <laughs> yeah, fi- uh, fire uh fire pro wrestling world. Check is what it check is. your phone. Uh, Bostic might have sent you some since I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm thinking about world class rev pro. Like yeah, we may have like some some pressing business in the inbox. Coming soon though. Coming soon. He uh, we has, he hasn't responded yet, and actually he was under the weather, and I, I wish him a speedy recovery if he hasn't fully recovered. Also, though he was in the ring this past weekend too in Wichita. Aha. Aha. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he he's back making his rounds on, on the. Uh, you on, see they announced the a tour. new. You see they announced a new uh, permanent home. 
for RevPro? Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Uh, yes, sir. The, 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 was it the North, was it, it's the Tech, what's it called? What's the complex called? <laughs> Nylatex. Nytex. Nytex. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the same place uh, we saw MLW a few years ago. And that place, when it's hot, it's steamy. I'm sure it gets cold in the wintertime, but man, it's a sauna in the summer. Man. Hot okay. box. It's, it's, it's the new thou- it's the new 2021 <laughs> at Sportatorium. A- <laughs> now, mind you, this mind you, this is 100% a new state of the art sports complex there's there's a there's a hockey rink in it there's a couple of turf fields for grass and it can be used for flag football volleyball training facility yeah all i mean it's it is it is new don't don't think it's the sportatorium but where we saw um mlw you know pre-pandemic we were in a building in a structure that was like literally like a recreation of the sportatorium mm-hmm Risers on one side, nothing but regular chairs on the other side, and the heat in there feels like you're in a tin building. We took towels. Like you're in a barn. We took towels and they were saturated within the first 30 minutes from, from just perspiration. So Fam. But fam. I, but I've I never been so close close to heat exhaustion in my life. But I look forward to the next event there. That's and I played football in Texas. <laughs> also a fact. Man, so we, we the, all this started with the whole uh, AJ Mendez, uh, a, 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 AJ April Punk Mend, uh, Mendez Punk Brooks. You're going to shorten that to an acronym. Dot com. <laughs> You're going to cut that down. A, AJPMB. AJPMB. That's a rapper name. AJPMB. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? This marketing shit happens without even trying. <laughs> it's organic. Farm to table. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we skipping the processing part. We going farm, farm straight to the, to the table. Yes, sir. Um, so it, back on uh, uh, on Tessa, though, like, is is this going to be like, first of all, well, I can be back on Tessa, but how about World of Wrestling or Women of Wrestling? Do we? How do we feel about um, its reemergence? Like, are they going to be we're, a player? We're, we're fully in support until we're not in support. <laughs> you see, you see how you take that stance. We're fully in support until we're not in support. Their women are known as superheroes, and so far, Ooh. yeah, so far we have the Beast as their champion, the Lioness, Tessa Blanchard, Razor, uh, Steffi Slays. The Dagger, Jesse Jones, Lana Starr, Amber O'Neill, Jungle Girl, Temptress, Uh-oh. Holly Dead, which is looks like uh someone she could be like a like a kiss demoness, if you will. Sophia Lopez, Chantilly Shella, Samantha Smart, Santana Garrett, there's a name I'm, I'm familiar with. Princess yep. Aussie, Fury, Hazard, Jessica Havoc, another name I'm familiar with. Rhea Reyes Ray, Reyna Reyes. Keita Rush, Eye Candy, Nikki Krampus, Serpentine, Siren, Fire, who's a, uh, one of the tag champions, Mesmeriah, Disciplinarian, the other tag champion, Adrenaline, uh, Teal Piper. Hey, Teal Piper, See? daughter See? of daughter of uh, the late Hot Rod Rowdy Roddy Piper, WWE Hall of Famer, Dixie Darlings, uh, Sassy Massey. Uh, cowgirl Casey Dakota 
Angel uh, Angelica Dante, Chainsaw, Callie Ray, Adriana Gambino, Spike, and Exile of Faction. Um, well, their roster is already deeper than AEW's women's division. Not a lie told. So the with web, saying the, that, the website looks decent. W O W E is their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, the superheroes of Wow. So with me saying that, I'm immediately thinking that Tony Khan should reach out to uh, Jeannie Bus and try to open the forbidden door because you need more women. And they're apparently in season four right now. And you can actually watch their episodes live on their web or not live, but on their website, WOWE.com. So there. What is this new shit about like naming seasons of, of a live sports presentation? It's a TV thing. It has nothing to do with um Who has- told you who told these motherfuckers to start borrowing shit from real world TV? Because the it, whole point it, is to pre- pass this off as though it is a legitimate sporting event. If you're on commercial television, you have to sell based off of things that are more tangible for the buyer. I.e. Suck me sideways. You don't have to call this a season and episodes. Like what in the entire fuck? As far, as far as I'm concerned, the se- for like a live sporting event, the season starts January the 1st. And if you have 52 weeks or 52 episodes, then no, that's what you have. That's so- what I would say. Like, okay, if WWE was doing air quote seasons, which they are on the cock pause and on SmackDown. They- New Year's Day for WWE is New Year's Eve is WrestleMania. New Year's Day is the Raw after. This is no lies told. Fact. So that would be their their season. Then there's um AEW, which I guess you would go from revolution to revolution, or you want to go all out to all out. Uh, I would probably go double or nothing because that was their first pay per view. Now uh, the, these are these are truths. Yeah, so I, it would be basically Memorial Day to Memorial Day. <laughs> all, all ins just a mixtape before the album. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Damn it, bro. Yes, all all out is the all out was the mixtape before the album, and then double or nothing. Okay, I I like that. Hit the bell for you, sir. <laughs> I, I mean, like what you did, and, and I probably contradicted myself because we had this argument a few episodes back. So <laughs> probably around double or nothing. <laughs> I mean, life is for learning, bro. You can change your position. I respect your right to choose. <laughs> well, thank you. So I appreciate my uh, being being having uh, being uh, a a a free free willed individual in this world today. Absolutely. And speaking of free willed individuals, um, on AEW Dynamite this week, Tony Schiavone did an ends in ring segment where. Um, they announced the the coming and pending move of Dynamite to TBS, which we've we've all heard about. Now they're really starting to push it forward because it's imminent, mm-hmm. and they have debuted a new championship. Mm-hmm. We talked about it before, and we actually saw the belt. Yep, the TBS yeah. championship, which is a woman's title. A so wh- this is basically the uh, the matching set for the TNT title, which is the men's title. Which I would assume at this point the TNT champion. Is gonna just be the face of Rampage. Uh, that's pretty much all you're gonna have at this point. But I mean, you still have to consider that Rampage may be moving to TBS as well. They're gonna con- they- they're gonna they're gonna call it even, even though you're gonna see that the champ the TB the TNT champion on uh, Dynamite. 
they've they've been devout in saying that the TNT Championship will still be named that even after the move because we're only two months away from the move to T uh, to T. Oh TBS. my God! It's the stupidest shit ever. Especially, like, especially I, considering you have the TBS Championship. Like I, I, I understand you not wanting to rename it the television title, but let's keep it a buck. That's exactly what the fuck it is. But you the, should get snarky and call it the Champion of TV. <laughs> If I was ever TV champion, that's what I say in every promo. Wait, wait, fall, <laughs> fall back for a second because last week Impact debuted the so is it the uh, Internet Media Championship? Shout so- out to <laughs> shouts out to Matt Cardona, the social media heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, they they took that straight out of out of Cardona's playbook. And that belt looks <laughs> woo, woo, be- that, woo. that belt looks better than than championship that Christian uh, Christian Cage holds. Hey, that- look. I need everybody to start evaluating your title belts and figuring out. Look, your world heavyweight championship should be the best looking belt on your brand at all times. AEW seems to have gotten that right. Yeah, the uh, big big platinum as it's been called. The only issue I would have with big platinum is that the plate in the center is not wide enough. Other than that, I have no complaints with big platinum. It looks like a champion's a champion's belt. It reminds me of the uh, the old IBF belt from the eighties. The, the tag world. team belts look nice. In WWE, it's kind of weird because it, it's more about logo and branding. So we, the we belt have, hasn't been. Yeah, we have we have the dimes and the pennies for the tag team belts, which I'm over that. <sighs> I, I want those fucking gone. I, I, I'm not gonna hold out hope that you're gonna do you know the retro vibe and go with the demolition tag team titles, but just do something with this. Like, but this is indicative of a company who doesn't really care about tag team wrestling and has been very vocal about that. However, I'm gonna gonna pause yeah, there for that's, station that's, identification because we're still talking about the ladies. That's another conversation. We'll go ahead. Whole another conversation. <laughs> we back on these ladies because the ladies need some shine. But uh, with the T- TBS championship, there's been a tournament announced to crown uh, the first TBS champion. Now, us who, you know, we watch all this stuff on a regular basis, not only for our enjoyment but for your enjoyment as we, you know, give you what you need and. For a nominal fee, soon, <laughs> soon to, to be, be a phenomenal, a phenomenal fee. fee, I will slice off some of this broken pencil knowledge and put it on your plate. But um, this <laughs> tournament <laughs> is going to crown the TBS champion. We who watch this product were hoping this was going to be trio, a trio's title. And, and it's, not, I, it's not to say we still can't get it, but yeah, absolutely. We, man. I mean, we still can get it. I just feel like I like the way that belt looks. And then the TBS Trios champions, that seems like some good branding. It rolls off pretty easy. You have 22 male factions, and every faction has six <laughs> members. <laughs> I almost want to count it, but no, I'm not going I'm not going to go that far, but yeah, and sharpshoot, but what? It's 10 people in the dark order. <laughs> By definition. <laughs> the super click is four. That's six. Six. Oh wait, six, wait, no, nine, no, eight. And eight, nine. If you count Callis. <laughs> wait, did you count the good yeah. brothers too? Yeah, I did. Okay, so both, both good brothers, the Block and Troll Express, Adam Cole, Bebe. Kenny Omega, and uh, Don Fallis Callis. And not to mention Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa. Yeah, so that's nine. <laughs> So that the super a, click is that nine. Is amazing. <laughs> then um, death triangle. Death triangle. 
by definition, they're a part of it. <laughs> uh, best friends. Uh, we, so that's that's Cassidy and and Trent Barretta. Uh, Trent. Trent. I started calling Chuck, Trent Barretta. And Chuck Taylor. And Chuck Taylor. We've that's got them, the, inner, so. the inner circle and Pinnacle. That's ten there between the both of them. Yeah, Good Brothers, Warlow, Spears, MJF. That's five there. Jericho, Hager, Sammy, Proud and Powerful. That's five there. Um, what's another one in factions? Uh, Two point That's three. That's the trio. That's the trio gang right there. The Nightmare Family. I don't know how many members are the Nightmare Family. The Factory. See, um, yeah, that's that's another five because there's Camarado, there's uh, QT Marshall, there's Gogo, there's who else? I'm missing one or two or three, but there's a trios gang in there too. Team the Gun Club, Team Taz, yes, Team Taz. Um, that's a trios club, but Hook's Hook's never been in the ring. We got to get Hook in the ring first. Men of the year is, I think that's going to morph into a, a faction because you might as well say America's top team. Facts because they, uh, yeah, Dan Lambert's talking about Jose Masvidal like he's really going to wrestle he, he and like talk, become he, a full timer. He keeps talking Masvidal. Uh, the uh, heavy, the 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 Matt Hardy office, the Hardy family office. Jesus, can we? <sighs> Men of the year probably should be able to find a third. They take just take Masvidal and then this uh Paige, Scorpio, and and Masvidal. They're a trio. And then you have the faction that that never has a name, which is Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, uh Marco Stunt, and Christian Cage. Because they're a faction oh. for sure. You might as well and you might as well add Brian Danielson to that too now. Fossil gang. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm available I'm available via Cash App, Venmo, Zelle, PayPal, uh, Apple Cash, all all major forms of payment are accepted over here. And the crazy thing is, with the exception of Malachi Black and uh, anybody else that's not in, uh, that's in a faction or sorry that's not in a named faction is in a tag team. Um, uh, Kingston and Moxley always hang out with Darby, so that's his third. And then we got to add Sting. Or hell, um, you can have because hom- Homicide was was on two episodes ago. You can bring him in as the third, or Nick Gage. Like that's that's your crew of misfits, Misfit Mountain. That's what you call it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this boy Misfit I- Mountain. Swabbing his bag today. I'm just saying, pow, whole lot of choppers on your ass. Now, if we look at the uh, let's look at the women's roster here. We- then. Thin mints, <laughs> thin, thin Balor. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. We've got yes. Abaddon, Bunny, Anna J, Big Swole, Brandy Rhodes, who is still convalescing uh, post postpartum. Um, Congratulations, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. Doctor Britt Baker won't be anywhere near this title, and she's already said as much. <laughs> Emmy Sakura, Akato Shida. Jay Cargill, who who this title is built for, that bitch is she, shit. <laughs> she already renamed it. She already renamed it. Like I'm gonna win the tournament and turn the title into that bitch show. <laughs> uh, Jamie Hader, Chris Statlander, Leva Bates, aka Blue Pants from back in the day, the librarian Leva Bates, uh, Layla Hirsch, uh, Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, Rebel, 
Ruby Soho, Red Velvet, Rio, Serena Deeb, Ty Conti, Thunder Rosa, and Yuka Sakazaki. Now, that said, that is one, two, three, four, five. Oh my God. 23. I've just counted. 23, and one of them is Brandy. And and Brandy, if you're watching Rose to the top, is hell bent on wrestling again. It, it's like it's the it's the backdrop to the first four episodes is how she is foot planted in the motherfucking quicksand <laughs> about wrestling after this child is born. And everybody around her is kind of trying to not force, but just suggest or inform that after the child comes, you're going to feel differently about life. So don't necessarily get so wrapped up in trying to get back to work because life is going to change. Had someone told me that before my daughter was born, I'd have, I'd have thought they were full of shit. But, and then I would have had to call the day after she was born and be like, you know what? You were right. Oh, man. <laughs> it just it hits different. That, that it definitely does. But her her seeming... Uh, it see her defiance when it comes to you know basically taking time to be to get adjusted to motherhood before thinking about coming back to wrestling that defiance to that you know ever looming truth makes her come off a little unlikable and i'm certain that's not the intention but it's there's almost like this iron-fisted nature to the conversation when anyone suggests that maybe take it slow on coming back or just think about it or wait till after the child's born and it's just like she killed ants with a sledgehammer about that I'll anytime it's even asked like LaGreca's on episode 4 interviewing for um, you know Busted Open and ask kind of the question and it was like I think he he suggested that life would be so much better after the child's born, which is true. And she took it like, "What are you saying? My life's not great now." <laughs> Easy. Like time. no no one's trying to bury your accomplishments or saying you can't. They're just saying, "Enjoy the blessing." They take it in. Take it in. Enjoy this part of life. Drink it in, man. But yeah, like that. That's one of the sticking points that after speaking to a few people who are, are more qualified to speak on that than me, were like, yeah, that's just, you know, that kind of makes her unlikable. She, she has a... She has a certain type of approach to it. I won't even attach that word to it. Whatever the opposite of Jenna Sequoia is, is that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what, what, outside of Women of Wrestling... What can AEW do to infuse uh, a shot of adrenaline into the women's division? Open the forbidden door and keep opening the forbidden door. What, to whom? Everybody. Okay. Uh, <laughs> new, I, look, New Japan, anybody that'll answer the phone, have this conversation. So I would love I to see like some forbidden door mergers happen. Like I would love to see like MLW's women division uh, merge with AEW. Um, New Japan is as imminent as is just because of the bridge they have with Hikaru Shida, uh, Sakazaki, 
and uh, uh, yeah, Rio. You know, all of the above. If you can get like, you just mirror what you're doing with the men's division. You get one-offs and air quotes dream matches, or just really, if you were fantasy booking matches that you would get that way. So having Kyrie Sane do a one-off is not a bad thing if she's not under contract anymore. Or, or, or even have her do like a three-month program, like like us, like we were saying like a couple of weeks ago. Go back to territory style booking on some of these angles, like the whole Nick Gage thing. That should have been a, a, a three-month angle of some sort that would have like started with with Moxley and ended with Moxley, whether it be on the same side of the ring or the opposite side of the ring. Oh no, we we pretty much told y'all how to do this even before Nick Gage got there. Now that he's been there, it's like, I don't know how, with as much blood and guts as you've been able to put on pay-per-view in the life of this company, I don't necessarily know why you didn't pull the trigger on Gage versus Moxley in like some infinite level death match. I mean, we saw more blood and guts from Britt Baker than we did with Kenny Moxley versus uh, Kenny Omega, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Oh my God, they killed Kenny. (laughs) You bastards. But I'm just saying like GCW is doing it in a hotel ballroom. Like what the fuck? Come on, come on, Kanos. Now you want to talk about? Don't it. go to sleep at. Hey, you're 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 gaining a lot of ground. Don't go to sleep at the wheel right now. You want to talk about a forbidden door being open? That's GCW. Like they actually have a chance. <laughs> they, they, they keep doing that kind of shit. They'll have a chance, Bruh, Like G, I've heard more about GCW in the last six months, six months <laughs> than the last six ever. years. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> You got Cardona going through there, just massacring his body just for shits and giggles at this point. Um, you had a you Moxley had a, come through there. You had a Nick Gage sighting on Dark Side, and then they—that's when you really saw it take off with, with people barging through and then leaving leaving for a hot cup of coffee. Boy, after all this TV time, Gage ought to have some real nice smoke to smoke. <laughs> Straight up, all this free travel and publicity he getting. Sam, do you know, like, okay, that's the working definition of yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> he is the poster child for to, <laughs> yesterday's price is not today's price. Because before Dark Side, I'm pretty sure you could have got him for a handful of beans. <laughs> With a couple of sandwiches in the, bo- the box of Newports. But today... Price just went up. Oh. <laughs> man, he outside. <laughs> All the way. Uh, you gonna have to. You gonna have to come off some bands now. Can can we finally? And, and I'm not even trying to like pop shade or anything, but can we finally? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we finally get into this garbage draft? Uh, have we shown the ladies enough love? Oh, Dutch Mantel said. I didn't want to end with this, but Dutch Mantel says the most. <laughs> he has some critiques of a uh, one Charlotte Flair. Oh please! Oh, this there's there's ladies love, but hey, I mean, ladies love is just as good as ladies love. But we're talking about them still. What did what did old Dirty Dutch have to say? So apparently, uh, from Sports Kita, Zeb culture for you, uh, Zeb culture for you, casual fans. That hey, that keep put a pin in that Zeb culture. Ha! Yeah, as a mixtape rapper. Hey, that could be my name on here, Wood, aka Zeb Culture. <laughs> you I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, new shit. Yeah, we the people. You bastards! Look, I'm finna say we need to call uh, call Ricky and get a, get a record 
get a record together <laughs> for armed Anderson and damn culture. <laughs> Can we get Petty Messiah to drop a 16 or even talk shit on the chorus for it? Like, we got to get some, we got to get the whole gang together for that one. <laughs> armed <Lookers>. Anderson. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Look, Yo. I have to hurry up and put it in a song because you know West Side Gun is already in the studio. <laughs> Hey yo, <laughs> Gun and Conway—they already working on the shit. Benny is Benny, sitting there ben, writing his verse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, gotta but, hurry. But uh, so what? So uh, Dutch Mantel, Dutch Mantel is quoted as saying, "I kinda hate her promos. I think she depends too much on the carryover from Rick. You know, the woo and all that." End quote. <laughs> Uh, get off my lawn. That's all that says to me. I mean, he ain't. <laughs> but it he, might be get off. It might be get off my lawn. But he ain't lied. He, not, not only has he not lied, he is not a fan. Of like Rick, I said, of Rick. <laughs> I mean, and for, and for his own personal reasons, I can't really argue with his reasons at all. This is a fact. And more Shane Douglas. Let me let me run down. Um, the the this this list of draft picks from SmackDown and Raw. I'm going with SmackDown first. Make now, sure make sure y'all go back and listen and watch that episode of Raw before the draft before uh, laxed laxed obligations and and <laughs> see Alexa Bliss cook Charlotte and you'll see exactly what Ze- uh, Zeb Coulter is talking about. Now Zeb Coulter, it's on you. Yeah, thank you, sir. Now I'm. <sighs> I've said this before. Don't know how this happened. Not a fan of this woman, but she made it to, to main TV. Um, Aaliyah, Angel Garza, Ashante, Leah Donis, B Fab, uh, Cesaro, Charlotte Flair, Drew Gulag, Drew McIntyre, Eric of uh, Viking Raiders. Um, I, oh, uh, Eric and Ivark. Okay, they're both there. Happy Corbin, along with Madcap Moss, Riddick Moss. Uh, Umberto, I hate that name. Umberto Carrillo, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. So yes, y- you have heard that. Uh, oh, and Top Dollar. So yes, you have heard that. Uh, what what's that? Three three MB two thousand twenty. No, what's name? What's that name? Uh, uh, that that uh, uh, shit the bricks. Uh, Hit Row. Hit Row has made it to SmackDown. Jeff Hardy. Allow, uh, go ahead. Allow me to totally be the one to, to to predict this. Hit Row is going to be a hit on SmackDown. Not because it's something that we necessarily like more than anything else, but because when you're going to present air quotes hip hop to people, that's about as dangerous as they want you to get with it. Now, on on SmackDown, it's the perfect home for them, considering what you took off of Raw last year and moved to SmackDown. Who is not on SmackDown this year? I'll get to that in a second. Jeff Hardy, J- uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso, Jinder Mahal, King Nakamura, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods, aka the New Day. Yes, they're on SmackDown again. Mace, who gives a shit? Uh, Mansoor, Mustafa Ali, Naomi, Natalia, Rick Boogs. Ricochet, Ridge Holland. We said Ricochet was going over there too, didn't we? We damn sure said it. We also said Drew, I also said Drew McIntyre was going over there. Uh, Ridge, yeah. Ridge Holland, of course, your tribal chief and head of the table. Have you acknowledged him today, Roman Reigns? I have. Uh, Sami Zayn, I have as well. Shanky, uh, Shayna Baszler, Sheamus, Shotzi Blackheart, now just known as Shotzi, Tony Storm, and Zia Lee. 
Now, who am I talking about when I said you basically have this reincarnation of this group at, with with uh, Hit Row now on SmackDown, who are going to going back to Monday Night Raw? That would be the Street Profits. Why? Backstage in the ring, basically hosting the show and holding court with a hip hop flair, uh, or like like Petty Masai used to call him Coon Time. Uh, I understand. Wait a minute. Yeah, I, nah. I, I, nah. I, I don't. I understand why he said it. I don't agree with it, but I understand why he said it. But now they're back on Monday Night Raw. So now Raw has the the more palatable version. While Hit Row is going to walk that tightrope of vulgarity and uh, and and misfitness on a network television. Now I think Hit so. Row is going to do the exact same thing they've been doing, and and it it probably won't get much edgier than what it is now because it's like super. It's not even any version of Twitter. It's like that's that's how you do rap on TikTok. There you go. So now on Monday Night Raw you have AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, Akira Tozawa, Alexa Bliss, just, just, please just release her. Let her go, go be great somewhere else. It, you're done. Uh, nope. F- five feet of fury coming soon. <laughs> Bow. Whole lot of chops on your head. Uh, Angelo Dawkins. Oh, we gotta say that. Uh, it's part of Street Pro- Street Profits. Angelo Dawkins and uh, so, uh, Montez. <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you this. So, did they ship out the Street Profits because they were over quota? It seems that way. Too much, don't too, it, too, don't much it. too much rap on one side, too much black on the same side. I mean, yeah, it seems that way. Because Bianca Belair is back on Raw. Uh Apollo Crews <laughs> back on Raw. Austin Theory drafted up. Uh Becky Lynch to, to Raw. Uh Big E still on Raw. I, I, we of course we saw that coming with him winning the championship. Bobby Lashley still on Raw. I mean, they're still on Raw. Carmella. Cedric Alexander and uh, Shelton Benjamin, the Hurt Business is back together. Thank God for that. We had literally, Gang. we had talked. Oh wow, I don't know what the hell happened there. We talked about. No, it, it's a buzzer because they didn't even draft them all together as the Hurt Business. They just happened to draft Lashley, and then didn't draft Cedric or Shelton. And at the end of the draft, they were just able to go wherever they wanted. Well, they they landed at the right spot. Uh, Chad Gable, Commander Aziz, Damian Priest, bless Dana, you, Dana. <laughs> Chief <laughs> uh, Chief. Uh, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler and uh, Robert Rude. <laughs> it's Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> not not so young Dolph. Uh, uh, I want I just want a picture of Dolph Ziggler standing next to young Dolph. <laughs> standing next to Dolph Lundgren. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> three Dolph standing next to three, standing next to Dan Marino. <laughs> three Dolph Knight. <laughs> oh my God. Dominic and Rey Mysterio do drop Drake Maverick. Uh, Edge Finn Balor. Drake Maverick is about to be the new uh, uh, Hornswoggle. Uh, Edge Finn Balor, <laughs> Jackson Riker, John Morrison, Carrion oh, Cross, Keith Bearcat, Lee. Dear God, Kevin I- Owens. Live, live Morgan, which I really hope Kevin Owens is out come January. Live Morgan, Mia Yim, MVP, Nia Jax, Nikki, A- <laughs> Nikki TR, ASH, uh, Otis, the Hurricane, <laughs> um, yeah, the Hurricane, R Truth, Randy Orton, Reggie, um, Matt Riddle, because I won't fuse the. We don't want Riddle. none of that over here. Bring um, us the good stuff. Rhea Ripley, Seth Rollins, T Bar. Oh. Tamina Snooker, 
Tegan Knox, The Miz, Veer, and Zelina Vega. Now, we also have. Um, how, mu hey, how much you want to bet they make Drake Maverick dress up like Hornswoggle on the Halloween episode of Raw? Ugh. Watch let's, what I say. Let's hope not. We also have. <laughs> Watch. Now that I done said it, you know they're going to do it. We, we also have Olympic gold medalist and college student. This, this, you I, see how we be talking shit early I, I, and bringing shit together. I, I think I think this answers our question to the T, all of it to the T. Welcome to WWE, Gable Stevenson, Mister T. Who remembers the Mister T cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> a pity <the> fool. <laughs> Say, for a dog wonder made me laugh so damn hard about that cartoon one day. Space low. I was like, say. Oh my god. Oh uh, man. Bruh. Him and that damn dog, man. <laughs> Two of them. You got to put respect on their names, fam. You can't be disrespecting the, the set. So Dutch and Barrington. Shout out to both of them. <laughs> no, no, no. Not dogs, the dog. I'm talking about Mr. T's dog in the cartoon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about Dra Dutch, Dutch Drago and Barrington Levy. We ain't talk about them too. Sing. Shit. Damn it. I I need that instrumental one time. Oh, I know a guy. I know a guy that. Yeah, I know a guy. Anyway, so how how do we feel about the draft? First of all, it don't start until after Crown Fool. I pity the Crown Fool. Man. I, this is the this is the bullshit because no one's it, it, no one's gonna remember shit. no one's gonna remember that this shit happens after Crown Food. Okay, you had picks, main round draft picks. You had what six rounds total? They alternated picks. Uh, so what six times? It's like 24, 25 people actually draft picked. The, the, the picks actually showed up some of them actually showed up on the brands that they were drafted for the nights that they were drafted adding more to the confusion because if it, it don't take effect until then why are you showing up on your new TV show oh and speaking of new TV show um, we're going to be saying rest in peace to Tommaso Ciampa's championship run as he goes up against um, uh, Bron Breaker Breaker Bron 1-9 Bron Breaksteiner uh, here in, in the next two weeks. Uh, yeah, buddy. It's going to be a whole new definition of Halloween habit because the belt's going to match the tights. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can't believe that shit. <laughs> if they get that dude, if they give Braun Breaker Breaker 1-9. Break Steiner. A Nickelodeon title. <laughs> I will never watch it. I will never watch again. Oh man! It's pretty easy to skip now. I tried to watch this week's episode and I bailed. <laughs> I I didn't. I I couldn't. I just I, I only I only want to watch his segments because I'm interested in him because I know I, he's I, a superstar. That, that's what I'm gonna have to start doing. I'm gonna have to just start fast forwarding to him because we were ha uh, halfway through that fatal four way tag match and I was like, man, fuck this. He cut a promo last week that was pre recorded, a vignette, if you will. Where he a said beignets, not to be confused, <laughs> uh, with a beignet, but a vignette where he said, uh, 
You want a friend? I don't give a shit. Get a dog. And it just went. It it just got like buried inside of a of a terrible show. Bro, has shit just become the buzzword for wrestling TV? Because like AEW's been doing it for a while, and it just be, it got to be like overkill. Like you look, um, Jim Ross. If, if anyone, <laughs> yeah, Ross will even kind of twist it up and be you know cowboy shiznit. Shout out to Adam Page. <laughs> But um, <laughs> that's because Jim Ross is, is a fucking creative. Well, you know, I, I be trying to tell people to stop trying to push Jim Ross out of the door. He's the best you have. Now nah, keep keep him around, but use him use him like you use a DJ. You sprinkle him every once every so often. And when man, he, you're not gonna leave me on Mondays and Fridays listening to the rest of them because they're not gonna put the right combo together. You're absolutely Any, right. Anything to keep <laughs> X Callaher from talking more. Shut him the fuck up. In fact, and turn and turn Chris Jericho's mic down. That way, when he starts yelling, it just flattens out. Listen, there's so many people who are good on the mic in AEW that you could literally have a two man booth by pulling two names every week: Mark Henry, Paul White, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll use. I'll just say Scalaherb simply because he's on the roster. He's on the payroll to do that, and they're grooming him to be the next guy because he's actually of a. Of a of a ripe age per per so se, but even so Chaz and Chris Jericho and CM Punk. That's eight people right there. Go ahead. So check this out. Here's what I just came up with because you know AEW loves to do the whole casino thing. Every television episode, you have like lotto numbers, like the ping pong balls in in the air blower. Right, 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 right. Blow two names out. That's your commentary, Those are commentary team. team. And then the rest are backstage. The rest are back, back, uh, backstage on uh, on headsets. There you go. I like and it. and what you do if you're TNT, you say you can download the app and watch the alternate commentary on demand. Ooh. Somebody Ooh. owe me a motherfucking check. Ooh. Somebody owe me a check, bro. That's Square what, business. That that's what WWE was trying to do with that second screen experience back in the day. Remember, remember how that shit worked out. That bullshit. Did you? Oh, or uh, WWF Radio? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, way back in the that's like early nineties. How about Tout? Y'all remember Tout? <sighs> what <laughs> what became Snapchat? <laughs> oh, you bitches! Oh man, uh, I'm just saying. Like that's how you know you, you you don't have to gobble up and run to every new social media trend. Because typically they either get swallowed up by a bigger fish, or they end up making an improvement, improvement and becomes a completely different app. Meanwhile, back at Meanwhile, the farm, <laughs> back at the ranch, <laughs> the, the the international shut down a Facebook following a sixty minutes piece. <laughs> ha! International had the entire world on edge, and 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 those who were creative did not know and did not give a shit missed it had I not needed to use those platforms for some work stuff I would have never known it would have passed me <laughs> we got some we got some uh some some criminal news bits here if you're ready for this oh <laughs> criminals you say yes Wildcat Chris Harris was arrested on Tuesday, October the 5th in Kenton County, Kentucky, charged with operating a motor vehicle while under the influence of alcohol, (laughs) as well as failure to produce an insurance card. 
Wait, what state are we in? <laughs> it's 2021. What state are we in when you have a vehicle that you can scan the license plate and not find out who they have for insurance? Kentucky, y'all, that, that you? <laughs> Probably. Or it's just one of those things like if you, if you don't know to say it, they won't remind you. Because that, you know, I mean, certain places, certain things happen. <laughs> And there, there's definitely that. And then also, one Alberto El Patron is suing Combate Americas uh, over a alleged breach of contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's just Googleable. Uh, I just figured I'd throw that out there. Uh, but I, I, considering what you're going through. Oh my God! This is a quote from the lawsuit itself. Compensatory damages in the any amount of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for the defendant's breach of contract. Quarter meal, or Marriott, or unjust enrichment. Interest of at least twenty-eight thousand two hundred fifty dollars due. And owing from and after December 31st of 2019, calculated as follows through April 15th, 2021, and as determined by the court to the days following April 15th, 2021, up to the date of judgment is rendered at 7% interest of $26,250. You want a bag? And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why you want to pay attention in math class. Speaking of math Whoa. class, speaking of... <laughs> you see that alley-oop? Boy. Let me, let Boy. Me, let me find this shit. Because <laughs> we, we can go out on this one. Hopefully. Jason Kidd ain't got shit on me. You see that oop? <laughs> on Twitter, there was a quote from one Dave Meltzer. If you listen to the show, you don't know who Dave Meltzer is. Slap yourself. But it's not often that we quote Dave Meltzer. But I find this funny <laughs> at all. <laughs> I find this funny that we actually are quoting this for the sake of math class. So if you're ready, put your, put on your math hat. Your math hat. Put your thinking caps on. Not that this is a perfect ratings predi- uh, predictor, but based on the top ten markets, AEW was up three percent in the homes from the prior week, but down twenty percent in the eighteen to forty nine demographic. But the all key, important for 18 to 49 demo. But key was how much Chicago factored in. Factoring that out, up 18% and 6%. Chicago was cut in more than half in 18 to 49. What did I just say? Tell him. I don't know what the fuck I just said. <laughs> <laughs> this would go under Steiner math. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in. Run through that real <laughs> run through that statement again, and I'm gonna try to dissect it. Good luck with this one. Hold please. All right. Not that this is a perfect ratings predictor, but based on top ten markets, AEW was up three percent of homes for the from the prior week. This is uh, this date was uh, October the fourth. So, so he, he's basically saying uh, you can't use this information to scale, but in the places where TV matters, like all the, the major areas, major cities, um, what's that? The 
the f- top five, top ten major markets, mm-hmm. they're up in viewership. AEW is up three percent in the homes from the prior week, but down twenty percent in the eighteen to forty nine demo. Which means the people that are supposedly buying shit, because the eighteen to forty nine demo, the, the only the important thing about them is that eighteen to forty nine year old males spend the most money. Because at eighteen, you have no clue of the value of a dollar in real life, so you just really fuck off money and then worry about it later. Once you get past up and through up to forty nine. Then you're you're a father. You're buying for other people in the house. You're you're contributing, you know, heavily on the financial end. So if we get you to like something, whether it's for you or your family, you'll buy it. All right. Eighteen, you'll throw money at anything, strippers included. But key was how much Chicago factored in. Factoring that out, up eighteen percent and six percent. So. They tried to uh, nullify Chicago. Tried to void Chicago because you know it's CM Punk. And it says Chicago was cutting more than half of the eighteen to forty nine. So yeah, eighteen to forty nine. They ain't fucking around. It's going to be a three way for the TNA Heavyweight Title at Sacrifice between you, Kurt Angle, and Samoa Joe. Now before you get there, you have an important step tonight as you and X Division Champion Petey Williams. Take on the unlikely duo of Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one on one with another wrestler, you got a 50 50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one-on-one and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, McJoe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. See, but I'm going to break it down for you ladies. Would you rather be with me, or would you rather be with Joe? Well, I think Joe's kind of nice. I mean, you know. See, you're one of those girls that like romance. I'm going to talk to all my freaks out there. Would you rather come home to me, a genetic freak, to be satisfied every night, or go home to that fat-ass small Joe? See, tonight, we're going to win, and I'm going to be the world champion at Sacrifice. Come on, P. Let's go. Scotty, just like you always say, Big Papa Pump has got your hookup. Well, Maple Leaf Muscle is who you need to look up. Holler if you hear that. Uh, shouts out to TNA Impact Impact Wrestling app. Uh, that's from Sacrifice 2008, the birth of Steiner Math, right there for your funk yes. <laughs> uh, come on. If your head doesn't hurt Have behind that, cooth. if your head doesn't hurt behind that, nothing nothing makes you makes your head hurt. You are immune to all things head hurt, migraine wise. Suave. Do we have anything else for the good people out here for the constituents? Uh, trying to think. Uh, 
there's an there's like a a Twitter uproar going on behind like an Easter egg tweet and retweet. Oh, so Finn Balor's drafted to Raw as we as we spoke about. And oh god, they blew the draft so bad. It's like it's three weeks to the changes take place. You could have just had matches and and things in the episodes that earned picks and pick them over the three weeks. And asthmatic couldn't blew a draft worse than this. Go ahead. <laughs> Maybe think about doing the wheelchair from Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> <gasps> That's not funny. <laughs> it's it's not funny, but it's hilarious. It is. Shout out to Fox. So Balor, uh, Balor says something to the effect of speaking to AJ because he's on Raw and they're both on Raw now. And then um, Alfredo Johansson responded by saying, there are a lot of people on this brand I don't like. You are not one of them. Okay. And the, the internet got into a whole tizzy like, you know the shit they do? Confirmed. Bullet Club reunion. <laughs> like if we're if we're trying to assemble the Voltron of Bullet Club on American soil, Kanos is much further along than anybody else. Yeah, you got two players over on uh over on Monday nights. You got key players calling themselves the elite and the super click on Wednesdays and Fridays who could run a rough shot over that two sweet. Damn, Kano's got 50% of an Undisputed Era reunion. Three days. Three days. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You could have those men on three nights a week in succession. You get the get get up get out of my fucking face, man. It's like, <laughs> but but that's what the internet does. And I'm like, yeah, at this point, both of them could probably use the freshness of being together as a group. But I'm a uh... You ain't getting Bullet Club. <laughs> you ain't getting anything Bullet Club esque. You'll get a new name with on some goofy shit, something they can license. Here's the other shit, okay? Fuck what I was just talking about with AJ and, and Balor. Why is it we've been doing this show for now 136 Six. episodes? Yep. And we've both been watching wrestling at least three decades each. Why is it that I just now, this week, when I was thinking about some other shit, just Uh-oh. now, this week, brain break, I, I come to the resolution and to the revolution and resolution that WWE runs their business like a record company. <laughs> have you ever, had, have you, no, no, no. Have you ever noticed how rec- record companies or, or beef within record companies is always combated with the statement, this is wrestling? Mm-hmm. It's not an accident. So, and I'm not talking about the independent labels. I'm not talking, I'm not even talking about a label like a cash money or a no limit or disturbing the peace or any of the, anything else. We're talking not, even def, not even Def Jam. We're talking I'm talking about Sony. <laughs> Atlantic. I'm talking about the those, how they handle business the majors not the major independence no the majors the houses we started this shit here we gonna finish this shit those people <laughs> they want control they want control of your streams because they're gonna get paid the most off of it so compare that to WWE stance on Twitch man 
I don't even. They, that's a that's a conversation I wanted to have, but I really don't want to get into it. We already know Paige is the leader on that one, but if you take her numbers and divide it by a third, which is approximately what uh, approximately what they said that WWE was going to give to their talent, she's still getting robbed. Continue. Right. Um. Let's see. Those two, they need to own the IP on everything. WWE wants to own the name, trademark the look, likeness, whatever, anything into perpetuity until they're done with you. They're they're being sued right now by tattoo artists for having lifelike images on a video game from free-handed tattooers who who uh, who who, uh, who perform their art on the talents of WWE. That should tell you something. That's a problem. Yeah. So them, them in their ever never ending quest to uh, acquire IP. Um, and uh, like with a record label, unless you spend that grand fifteen hundred to copyright and own the name that you're performing with, that name belongs to the label. And now when you leave, you got to change it. Unless you've satisfied the uh, terms and, and whatnots of the contract you've signed. Proof, proof of concept, Menudo. <laughs> or, oh, when Snoop Doggy Dog left Death Row, he became Snoop Dogg. Forever. That wasn't a happy accident. I think Diddy's been doing that shit to avoid label situations forever. Because he's been Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, um, Diddy Bop. <laughs> Um, Diddy and friends. <laughs> he tried Brother Love for a hot second and had to go back. He was a symbol for a, a couple of a, a couple of days. Then he went back. He went back to Puff and Pass. Um, Puff the Magic Dragon. Puff Cheetos. He, he, I think he, he may have tried Puff Diddy because you know, <laughs> take that, Tommy. <laughs> All sorts of names. Uh, never, never liked the shiny suit man. He never liked the shiny suit. I don't know. Shiny, shiny suit man. <laughs> Sean John Combs, the shiny suit man. <laughs> yeah, all, all of that stuff. Every, all of it. Yeah, they they run this shit like a record label. They try to. Um, both of them have staffs of hired writers. If you guys don't know, on both sides of the spectrum, there's a sta- there's a staff of hired writers to handle business. Do the creating. Uh, neither knows what to do with rap, <laughs> or for that matter, any rap or hip hop influence. Oh See, man, that that's another reason a hit row is perfect because they're not. They have just enough flavor to not be a hundred percent corny, but it's not to where it'll affect the palate of the people that are watching. They'll need to adjust some things. Um, to, to to make themselves more palatable, unless that's the the version that Vince wants. Because, like like you said, they're signed to the label. What I think, if you watch NXT from this week, the interview they did on that show, that's exactly what you're gonna get on Fox. Shouts out to my nephew uh, Art Lewis up in uh, up in Milwaukee. Just signed on to be one of the. Uh, flagship members of the of the of the talent pool that is Black Ink Milwaukee huge Uh-oh. huge turn the fuck up you know what i'm saying 
If I decide to go ahead and finally do the ink thing, I'm going to go see him. Nobody else, because that's what family does. We support our own. And, that's uh, what friends are for. And suave. I, they, there's nothing else for us to do at this point but for you to take us to the house. Pencil pushers. Heads up. Pencils down. 